Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. Welcome, you're listening to Muskoka Unlimited on 88.7 FM The Bay and MuskokaUnlimited.com. Thanks for listening. We have a great guest to chat with today. Let's get right into it. Hello and welcome to Muskoka Unlimited on 88.7 FM The Bay. Um, This is Jenny Cressman and I'm still in the host chair for a little while. We'll see how that goes. I'm enjoying doing it and I hope you're enjoying listening to me. This show, just so you know, is available on podcast after it airs every other Sunday on 88.7 FM. So the show, Muskoka Unlimited, is kind of just a conversation with an interesting person who's doing interesting stuff and i quite enjoy talking to interesting people today my interesting (laughs) guest is laura hemming whom i've known for quite a few years probably before she even came to huntsville long time before yeah so welcome laura Uh, thank you very much jenny it's a pleasure to be here with you and you came to huntsville in 95 yeah 1995 in november of 1995 and time for my son to start playing hockey here okay well there's a lot of hockey fans out there i'm not sure they listen to my show but if they do they may remember him (laughs) so you got into alternative health practices pretty early on where and that's one of the ways in which I know you as an amazing healer mm. in very uh, eclectic modalities, perhaps not traditional norms, although you do massage and Reiki, which are, you know, maybe not exactly mainstream, but closer. So I think you opened what you call the Freedom Place mm-hmm. a year after you moved to Huntsville. Can you tell us a little bit about how that all happened? In my uh, career, because I'm actually ancient now, but mm-hmm. in my in my 50-year career, which is, it is 50 years now since I started working, um, the, I began working in a hospital setting. I worked 10 years in chronic rehab and palli- palliative care. And during that time, I really saw the need, <clears throat> even at that time, for integrated services. Um, I was one of the first uh, groups of people in Canada to be trained in therapeutic touch and at McMaster University. And um, at that time, Time on my unit, my, myself and the physiotherapist uh, would go in when people would have pain breakthrough because they only just started doing even pain cocktails at that time hmm. back in the 70s and 80s. So the in pain hospitals. cocktails were for, a mixture of drugs. Yes, for, for cancer patients, but okay. they didn't have pain pumps back then. And so if you ran out of your pain medication and it wasn't time for more, you were out of luck. And so the physiotherapist and I took this course and I had an affinity for it. I had mm-hmm. an affinity for feeling energy. I had a f- an affinity for helping in that way. Well, what is therapeutic touch well, for those ther- who haven't heard of it? Well, therapeutic touch has been proven in hospital settings across North America and lo- the world that if you work within a that a person has more than just their physical body, that they also have an energy body that surrounds them that we call an auric field, and in, in with quantum um, machines now 
they can actually calibrate all the layers of a person's energy body. So aura with the yeah. different colors that people think of when they yes, hear that. They That's do. what you mean by auric field. I do. Okay. And so when you're working in therapeutic touch, you're working in the auric field to smooth out the auric mm. field and to uh, take out any distortions of energy mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. So when I would work with people, even stroke patients, for example, and I would go over their arm, their non-feeling or non-moving arm, mm-hmm. their eyes would flare open because they could feel me feeling them. Wow. So a person who actually has even an amputation, when you take a picture of their energy body, their original leg is still there in the picture of the energy of the original leg. It's not gone. Wow. Which is why people have phantom pain. Sure. So when you're working with a person Mm -hmm. in their energy field, um, that was my earliest education of this is real and this makes a difference. And so for me, after after I had finished that 10 years, and it was a very, you know, we called my my program uh, Motivation to Living because that's Mm. what I did. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I was like the therapist, the unit therapist. Um, so then um, after that, I had my children and uh, my children had multiple uh, amazing things and a lot of complicated medical history. In that next 12 years, I learned 12, 15 years in that time, I learned a lot about the necessity of integrating medicines. Mm-hmm. And so using what I knew of energy medicine, I started to study intensively. I took uh, Traeger psychophysical integration. I took uh, Reiki. I took reflexology. I took, you know, I studied homeopathy. I worked very intensely with Dr. Gordon Smith, who was the founding dean of the College of Naturopathy. And um, and then, you know, it was, uh, I worked in, during that time, as I was raising my kids, I was also working. And I worked in almost every area of mental health that you could work in as a counselor, as an intake worker. And I developed many, many programs that were designed for self-growth and development. Okay. And so the last thing that I did before I moved to Huntsville was I created a program that was called Access to Integration. And that was a program that um, I got trained to do developmental screening for disabled children. Uh And I worked with them and their families. So this was mainly because of your son that led you on this path? I had originally started as a play therapist at university. I did Mm -hmm. a double degree in science and psychology to be a play therapist. So I had started working with children with disabilities way back in like 1975, 1976. So it was a long time coming Mm -hmm. to um, 1995, which is when I was doing that program in Halliburton. But, you know, again, it doesn't really matter what age a person is. If you're going to approach them as a whole being, whether they're 2, 6, 10, 20, 25, 50, you're working with the whole person. Mm-hmm. And that's always mm-hmm. been my approach, no matter what the age was. Yeah, yeah. And and so um, in your approach, then you pull on all these different things that you've learned over yep. your years of study and put it all together and seamlessly. Like, you know, if you're having a massage from you, uh, I can say I I feel great I but I don't know what all you're doing other than massage but I suspect there's a lot more going on <laughs> it's a very integrated approach yeah <laughs> now it, can we just step back a little yeah. bit and you can talk a little bit about your son that helped to inspire yes. everything yes I mean anybody who knows me knows my family and knows my history knows that I have three children I have a daughter Kate Hemming 
joy of my life. I have a son, Timothy, that uh, passed when he was 12, who had spina bifida. And I have a, a son, Jesse, who is an absolute gem of a man. And so my son, Timothy, was born with many, many uh, complications. He, he had almost everything inside out and upside down that you could have. But the one thing that he had beyond everything else was this incredible soul. Mm-hmm. And he, during his life, he was able to overcome so many obstacles, so many setbacks, so many um, things that may have made a, a person bitter about who they were and what their life was. And the uh, he had 16 surgeries in his life. And he, on the day before he went into hospital for his last surgery, he won the Ontario Junior Citizen of the Year for wow. his exuberance and cheerfulness in face of life's adversity. Wow. And Anybody who ever met him mm-hmm. knew that they had met a very sparkling, joyous being. And that's not to say that he did not despair for this difficult mm-hmm. body and difficult life that he had, because yeah. there were many times of despair. And if I could say I did one great thing as a mother, I taught him that he was not his body and that his soul was so much more than his body, that his soul was bigger than anything. And yeah. so when he was getting ready to die, he was able to say that it was time for him to go and get a new body and get a new life Uh and begin again. Uh And I was able to have him leave with being held in absolute love. And to me, I mean, I held him when he was came in and I held him when he went out. Mm -hmm. And I suspect that all of the different things that you were able to do to help him physically extended his life much so they sent him home to die when he was 11 months old oh. and said that there wasn't you know that that he you know basically that was all they could do yeah. and then it was after that that I met Dr. Smith and we began the journey of uh, naturopathy and alternative health and it's not that we did not do both sides of medicine because we did mm-hmm. I mean he had 16 surgeries and umpteen hospitalizations yeah. with great care and yeah. people who were very dedicated but alternative health is the alternative because it approaches a body from a different way and it actually um to me, in my experience of life, it mm-hmm. gives a quality to life. It's not just keeping a body alive. Mm-hmm. It's about what is the quality of life uh-huh. that you're uh-huh. going to have while you're here. Yeah, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. It, it almost feels like there should be a different term than alternative. Yeah, I, maybe yeah. we'll come up with something later <laughs> in the interview. Well, <laughs> I really, I really have always felt that having integrated approach to healthcare. Yeah, and in fact, I took a, a degree, a, a, a course with the the, the team that mm-hmm. I worked out worked with at in the palliative care program in in uh, Grimsby, Ontario. And it was again, it was an it was a very novel approach in integrated services in patient care, in rehab, chronic care, palliation that brought all disciplines together, multidisciplinary approach to, to healthcare, even yeah. back at that time. And that was back in like 1981, you know? So, I mean, this is progressing. It's just yeah. a little bit of a slow train. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think anybody who's ever worked with any kind of alternative stuff thinks it's a slow train. So, yeah. So speaking of slow trains, though, this train is actually pulling into the station for this segment. Okay. So we're going to leave it there and take a little break from interviewing Laura Hemming. We'll be right back after these commercial commercial messages on 88.7 FM, Muskoka Unlimited with Jenny Cressman. And Laura. I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental, and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. Hello, and welcome back to Muskoka Unlimited on 88.7 FM The Bay. I'm Jenny Cressman, and I'm going to continue my conversation with Laura Hemming. On the little commercial break, we were talking a bit about her approach to education, which maybe is a little different from some people. She didn't just show up at a university and start studying. She drew upon lots of different elements here and there, and it and maybe you could tell us a little bit more about that, Laura. Well, even at university, I ended up doing a double degree in mm-hmm. in uh, honors uh, BSc in science in recreology, and then I took a secondary degree in psychology. And recreology actually is an interesting program because I had been in psych in the first year mm-hmm. and I realized that everybody was probably just as messed up as I was but I kept meeting all these incredible people that were doing incredible things in the recreology faculty which I had no idea and, what it and was where was this at Ottawa U okay <clears throat> and so when I but I wanted to work with children I wanted to be a play therapist and mm-hmm. so I began to um, meet all these incredible people so I switched faculties over to oh, the recreology yeah. faculty okay and my very first essay that I had to write was what is recreation, which I didn't know because I was a person that always had at least two jobs, always studying studying at least one or two things simultaneously. And what is recreation? Recreation is actively, consciously recreating one's life through conscious action, through conscious action. And so, you know, for me, that was like such a big aha, because I Uh realized that no matter, and even now when I'm, when I'm working in the programs that I develop, because that was a, the the foundation teaching was all about creating programs, programs that help people to consciously recreate their life. Hmm. And so when I took my secondary degree in psychology, Uh it was to add that mental component Ah. to actual physical action and that has carried through everything so as I've studied whatever agency I've been at whether it was taking solution focused therapy or whether it was becoming a resource consultant ECE or whatever it was that I was doing was because it was how to how do you bring an actionable program for people to make movement forward Mm, so no matter what I've done that's what I how my approach has become so when I moved here and I opened the freedom place it was really after Timothy had died and I was now a single mom and I was trying to recreate my life Ah. and um I was started with my own health issue, which was a, a weight issue that I had that mm-hmm. goes up and down my whole life. And I ended up buying a weight loss program, which people still to this day tell me it was the best program they ever attended mm-hmm. because it was mind, body, spirit. Ah, right. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, from there, as I evolved the Freedom Place, it was bringing more and more people in in, in, in a desire for integration. And Uh so over the time that I was having the Freedom Place, it was, you know, other aromatherapists, uh, yoga teachers, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. different kinds of things that were happened over many years. Um, And then in um, 2004, I ended up going out on my own again 
and ended up, you know, beginning to really claim what it is that I wanted to do with people. So I would take a degree, say, for example, I became a certified health coach in integrative nutrition, but I also journeyed to Peru and did two 10-day initiations with the Caro Indians. Wow. Or I took a degree in hormone health correction, and then I went and I started studying in Mexico with the um, Toltec people. Like Uh I've gone back and forth between what it is in current medicine and what it is in ancient medicine. Uh And I bring it together in the middle, which is why. And then its spirituality is all linked with that. So then it really is a a full experience Mm -hmm. for someone who's working with you and and trying Mm -hmm. the different modalities that you can offer. And so in the last couple of years, I've I've just realized that I have a genetic disease that has really been the thing that has informed and directed my course of study because Ah. I had to understand, for example, the bowel. I had to understand what is the bowel, what is the function of the bowel, how does it work, why is it spasming, blah, 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 Uh or my joints or my arms or my whatever, my jaw, anything, because this the disease I have is called Ehlers-Danlos, and it is a connective tissue disorder, Uh and as such, it can attack any part of your body at any time. Mm -hmm. So... You know, I've always been able to have, it seemed in my life that I would have something for about five years and Mm -hmm. then I would all study, I would learn how to fix it and then I would have, I don't know, 300 people arrive that would have that, right? Mm -hmm. And and I would take some courses and to understand what it was, right? So in, you know... In 2016, I won the uh, I won the um, Woman of Distinction Award. I was mm. very proud of that. Mm, yes. I had worked really hard at my health, at my life. I was kind of at the top of my game. And in 2017, I had an accident that kicked off my entire Ellis Danlos. Oh. And so from 2017... Uh-huh. Then we had, of course, our lovely pandemic, of which I yeah. had COVID right at the very beginning because my immune system was not uh-huh. that good. So it's been this kind of mixing of things and yeah. understanding and I only just found out last year what the disease was. Ah, so you suspected something weird was going on but you didn't have a name for it yet. Well, it's pretty bizarre to have every part of your body including your eyes where you're almost going blind. Yeah. to be attacked randomly and yeah. not have a have a um a, a thread, a yeah. continual thread. Yeah. And it was a a friend of mine who has a functional medicine practice over in Hanover who actually had been in Seattle at a conference on connective tissue uh-huh. who saw the profile and at the time she said when I saw that I thought I'm never going to meet anybody with this crazy disease and then when she uh-huh. came back it was like a light bulb went on because I'd had more difficulties and it was those last difficulties that were the the pieces that brought it all together ah, okay. so in these la- in this last year mm-hmm. uh, I, in well, a year and a half ago I started to investigate what it was that I I needed to do to get my health because that's what I'm going to do. Yes, of course you are. And you're going to research it extremely thoroughly, <laughs> go down every possible rabbit hole. I know you. I know that. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So one of the things I came across was using ozone therapy. Ah. And so I began to study where can you do, take get ozone therapy and what do you have to yes. do to get. What is ozone therapy? What is ozone Let's ozone start therapy. with that. <laughs> well, ozone therapy is, there's many different ways of utilizing it. Uh, what I came across was these 
really fancy recovery centers in the States that had these ozone units that were $75,000. And I thought, well, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> but I thought perhaps in Ontario, there was a place that I could go where maybe they might have one of those units that I could at least have a treatment in. Because uh-huh. it seemed like it's such a comprehensive healing thing that people were having these incredible healing experiences once they had ozone therapy. Hmm. So I found these the, these two ladies in Toronto that had had gone through their own healing journey. One of the ladies mm-hmm. had had Lyme's disease, was totally bedridden, not walking, almost dying, and started ozone therapy and healed herself. Wow. So she and her her friend, they decided that they would design a sauna that mm-hmm. people could have either in their own clinics, in spas, or possibly in their homes. Okay. And so they designed it very simply. It kind of looks like you're in a James Bond, you know, one of those James Bond movies with the white cabinet <laughs> and the head out and the, the towel. Yeah. Okay. So what they've put together over 30 years of their experience uh-huh. was this really slick way of actually getting all this ozone into the body. So when okay. you're in the sauna, you're actually naked and it says it's a wet sauna so your body is warming up Mm -hmm. they're monitoring your body temperature when you go up one to two degrees Mm -hmm. and at the same time you're getting oxygen so you're getting oxygen so your body's getting is oxygen rich yeah your body go temperature goes up one to two degrees and then you start to then once that happens you turn on carbon dioxide a low level carbon dioxide it goes through your skin barrier your body thinks you're running a marathon you have all this opportunity to have an interstitial gas exchange. Your okay. cells are primed. You can burn, for those people who are interested, 700 calories in half an hour. Holy moly. Sign <laughs> <Stop> me up. <laughs> yes. So this, anyway, so so that's happening. So you run yeah. that for a length of time. Of course, it's incremental mm-hmm. length of time. And then once you're at your time, then you put the ozone on. Well, the ozone, you turn that the carbon dioxide off, you put the ozone on, your body gets flooded with oxygen, gets flooded with oxygen. And so what happens as the oxygen comes in your body, any funguses, any, you know, um, mold, uh, viruses, precancer cells, all kinds of things blow up with the oxygen. Okay. So for me, within one day, my, my leg had been contracted between my calf and my thigh. In mm-hmm. one treatment, my leg opened up. Okay, so the healing began that quickly. So I'm sure you're very excited to be able to offer this healing to other people. Can you just tell us quickly in the last minute <laughs> about what you are doing next? Well, I am going to be entering into my dream collective with Justine Treadwell. She's an amazing osteopath who is opening up a method balance holistic health center at the train station. And Cheryl Simeon, I think that's her last name, is uh, has Inside Out um, Gym, which again is is an approach, a full body approach, and myself. The th- we are going to be the three anchors of this new center. I'm bringing my sauna there. It's going to be available by January 1st. There's still room. There's going to. It's an opportunity for multidisciplinary approaches. Okay, we will look forward to hearing more about that, and perhaps we can have you back another time once you're up and running. So thank you very much, Laura Hemming. Bye for now.
Thank you. You've been listening to Muskoka Unlimited on 88.7 FM The Bay or www.muskokaunlimited.com. Stay tuned for more wonderful episodes on our show.